Hello to all of you unconventional conventionists. This week on Rocky Talkie, we are so excited to be bringing our first ever guest host from the community onto the show with us. That's right. This week, we are very excited to be joined on air by the incredibly talented director of RHPS Buffalo, Jamie Nablo. Hi, Jamie. Hi, guys. Now, Jamie, before our full-length episode drops on Thursday, we thought it might be fun to give our listeners a chance to get to know you a little bit, so we came up with a little Q&A sesh. Are you ready to get grilled? Ready as I'll ever be. (laughs) All right, so first up, Jamie, we'd love to hear just about your Rocky Horror origin story. How did you first get involved in Rocky and involved in the shadow casting community? Tell us your story. I have been watching Rocky since a really questionably young age, um, (laughs) which apparently a lot of people have. I posted a TikTok recently and a lot of people have seen it very young, which is both like heartwarming and questionable parenting. (laughs) But I saw it when I was younger and I love the sparkly costumes and I've never questioned a man in fishnets and it was just fun and there was something about it that I loved. So I always wanted to do it straight through high school. I always made my friends watch the movie, but I never really knew how to find that community in Buffalo. And there was a cast before ours. It was called Crazed Imagination. Um, I think they disbanded in the early 2000s. And unbeknownst to me, our cast was founded in 2007 by our previous cast leader and founder, John Kehoe. And I cannot, for the life of me, remember how I met this man. I cannot pinpoint a date, a time, a project as to where I met John. But at some point in 2014, I think it was about August, I got a Facebook message saying, hey, do you know what Rocky Horror is? And I was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) No, I've never heard of it before, ever. (laughs) (laughs) And I told them, I was like, oh, I made like a full screen accurate Columbia costume for Halloween a couple of years ago. So if you need a Columbia, I have that. And he was like, oh, no, no, I have one of those. I I need a Janet. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. And he was like, I don't have a costume for you. I just have the floor show one that we rent. Do you think you want to do it? And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? So I had a show prior to doing Rocky at Midnight that year. I rummaged through the theaters, you know, limited costume supply and found a passable pink dress that looks nothing like the one in the movie, but we went with it. Got my butt up on stage, terrified that I just didn't know what I was doing. And the rest was kind of history. 2014 was when I started, and uh, here we are. I love that. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Always getting thrown on, right? And it's always not the character you thought you would be. Yup. Tell me about it. (laughs) Play every single character, and uh, I wanted to play... Two of them, when I first joined my first cast, was like, oh, I'd like to do Brad. And uh, Ruth Finkwinter was like, no, we need an Eddie. So, oh, well, (laughs) I've done Brad once in 20 years. (laughs) (laughs) So we know that you're the cast leader for RHPS Buffalo and a fantastic one at that. And we would love to hear your progression from cast member to leadership. What was that transition like for you? We know it happened fairly recently, and just before the world blew up, no less, it must have been pretty challenging. So surprisingly, what happened was in 2014, when I came in, 
I didn't know much about it, but I had a lot of spunk for it. I was really excited. So after going on with nothing, that January I started working on a full screen accurate Janet costume. And no one's ever asked me to do anything that I do for my cast. I just, I always wanted to do it. So I started building up everyone else's costumes, little bit by bit, piece by piece. And somehow over the time span of 2015 to about 2019, I became more of a assistant director or co-director to my friend John. So everyone on my cast would probably tell you I've been driving the train for a lot longer than I give myself credit for. But I always ask permission of who I saw as the director before doing something. Like when I brought Allie on to be Trixie, John didn't really know what Trixie was, but I had been learning from, you know, the Rocky Horror Shadow cast group on Facebook and, and all of the casts in the country that I consider friends now. I've been, you know, watching what you guys do and learning from you guys just from afar because I was really nervous to meet you guys. Not that you're intimidating, but I just didn't know that, like, our cast was good enough to come play with the big boys. Oh. <laughs> so I've been just learning and growing. So when actually 2020 rolled around and our founder was just getting tired and ready to pass it on, which he did at 1 o'clock in the morning in October of 2020, mm-hmm. it was terrifying, but it, it made sense. I guess the neat part was that I didn't need to ask permission to start enacting these grand ideas and and just running with what I knew our cast was capable of. And now we're here, too, with a TikTok and a YouTube, and we have a couple shows booked for this year. They're not all screenings yet, but I still have things in the works, and it's just all so exciting. <laughs> That's so great. I, I know when uh, when Meg took over here in New York, it was, it was definitely uh, one of those, like, <gasps> okay now what kind of moments, you know? <laughs> All right, Jamie, let's switch gears and get a little spicy. It's we're... not that kind of podcast, Aaron. Oh, damn it, really? Well, we're dying to know, I'm dying to know, what has been your most embarrassing moment on stage? So I get embarrassment from other people's actions more so than my own i have so so little dignity left (laughs) that i just don't care but i have never been more embarrassed than in 2015 which was ryan's first year with us so i was really nervous because i had this new boyfriend at the time and he agreed to do this crazy thing with me that he didn't know what he was getting into and we're on stage, and this is before we had banned alcohol from our uh, pre-show rituals. Mm-hmm. And one of our Rockies got really, really drunk and probably <laughs> a little high, too. But he was so out of it that in front of our audience of 1,100 people, he went to go do the, the push-ups that Rocky does. And he smashed his face on the front row of chairs in front of 1,000 people. Oh, no! And the entire audience just gasped and none of us did anything (laughs) i stood there embarrassed for him for all of us and looking back i should have been embarrassed that we didn't go help him (laughs) no it's fine (laughs) but he got up i don't think he felt it he probably felt it the next day but he kept going and at the end of the show that's when we decided no more But if you want a different embarrassing story that's outside of Rocky, 
I think everybody would enjoy it too, which was probably the worst moment of my life. Oh no. Um, <laughs> I was in a production of Cinderella, playing Cinderella, and anybody who's met me so far knows I'm, I'm little, I'm short, and every dress in the world is made for taller people. And they tried to cut the bottom of the dress to make it shorter so that I wouldn't trip. And they thought they did it. They thought. Oh, no. So we're about halfway through the run, and I'm getting ready to run out of the ball at midnight because the pumpkin and the magic. So I run, and I end up falling face first on the floor in front of an audience filled with adults and children, and both of my glass slippers go flying behind me. And I'm floundering like a turtle trying to get up. And I can't get up, so I'm trying to crawl off stage because I'm stuck. So I finally leave with no glass slippers. <laughs> Who needs them? Oh, man. And someone tries to come give me one. And somehow I end up coming back on stage with a glass slipper through the magic of theater. Oh. But if nothing more embarrassing than that ever happens to me... I'm okay with that. I'm sure something will happen down the line with Rocky as we start getting into new venues and things like that, but if I could avoid that type of nonsense at all costs ever again, I'll be good. Oh, man. I, I think that they just need to canonically change Cinderella now. I, I would pay to see that over and over and over. <laughs> that sounds hilarious. Yeah, if there's, if there's anybody out there who is listening to this and they have a, a bootleg recording of this performance, um, I'm going to pay top dollar. And <laughs> by me, I mean I'm not. I'm going to make Meg pay for it. It's a, it's a standard expense. It's a line yeah. item on our taxes. Exactly. So if anyone out there has it, you let a homie know. <laughs> so next we want to hear about your most pipe dream rocky aspiration what is something that you think would be really cool to do but would be difficult to actually put into action so if you've ever been to buffalo there is a venue called silo city and buffalo is part of you know the, the rust belt and we have these massive grain elevators in this complex that currently is kind of set aside for the arts they're redoing a lot of it and I've seen productions done there where they do like immersive theater and you get to go up in the grain mills and everything. And one year they did a show called Motion Picture and they projected just images up on these silos. And I don't know how they did it. It's a company with a lot more money than I can dream of right now. <laughs> but if I ever had the chance, I would want Rocky projected up onto these these silos, you know, larger than life, larger than I think any screen I've I've ever seen, and get a raised nice stage with no roof, and be able to do Rocky in this arts complex in this like historic part of Buffalo, outdoors like a wild party, and I don't know how or if I can ever make it happen, but I have a solid at least like ten to fifteen years before I start thinking about turning my cast over to somebody else. And if I can make it happen in 15 years, I can retire happy. <laughs> That's fantastic. No, I, I love I love larger than life, Rocky, and that sounds so larger than life. That is the pinnacle of Rust Belt Rocky horror. <laughs> I <laughs> love it. It would be so cool. Okay, uh, lastly, what are you most looking forward to working on in the future? With just your cast or the wider community, what's coming up for you? Gosh, I am so excited that everybody in this community has been so welcoming and supportive 
like we have 15 or 16 people coming to help us with shock treatment. I think I'm most looking forward to being able to book more shows so that more of the community can actually come and perform with us in, in our home because everyone's been so kind in inviting us and letting us come perform with them and experience, you know, their towns and cities. We're so excited to go to Rocky Con. I guess another pipe dream would be to bring everybody to Buffalo for a convention someday, which is also quite a long ways down the line. Our cast isn't incorporated or anything like that yet. We're essentially a Girl Scout troop of Rocky people. I just, I'm looking forward to growing so that we could have more of you guys come here and and do cool stuff here in Buffalo. Buffalo's a cool little town. I know I'm pumped to come up there for shock treatment. We're going to have so much fun. We're so excited. I'll sit here and enjoy your time over here. (laughs) John, it's okay. We know you hate shock treatment. It's fine. Damn right I do. (laughs) See, and you know what's funny is Ryan hated it up until about a week ago, and then we were rehearsing, and he goes, man, this movie slaps. Oh, that's great. And we converted him. So, John, you heard it. All you got to do is watch it over and over and over and over. (laughs) Bitch, I'm a Taurus. I'm not watching anything that I hate over and over and over and over. (laughs) I walk out of the room at the Rocky Cons when they do fucking shock treatment. I can't do it. Ugh. Both of you suck. Jamie, thank you so much for letting us grill you on air. We've really loved getting to know you, and we cannot wait to have you on this Thursday's episode. Before we head out, is your cast doing anything, like, really cool that you'd like to tell our listeners about? Well, even though John hates it, we are doing shock treatment, which you guys have been really awesome in helping us promote on April 1st at the Screening Room in Buffalo. Um, You can find all the information for that through our link tree. But just this week, we also booked a club show at the venue that we did the Rocky Horror Drag Show at back in October. I'm not 100% sure what we're billing it as, but it's going to be a similar show to that one, another Rocky Horror drag show, where our friends from Divas Who Buffalo, which is a premier drag troupe, and the Francis Bacon Experiment come together, and we do just a night of Rocky Horror debauchery. We're really working on making it something that's separate from the screenings so that you have incentive to come to both types of shows. So we're really excited about that. And we're going to be marching again in the Buffalo Pride Parade on June 5th. Um, And we're really excited to get back to that, too. This year's parade is themed homecoming. So we're definitely going to have Frank in his floor show outfits, you know, seeing everybody and really starting to promote the cast and work on getting some more bookings. So we're excited. That is excellent. I love it. I love it. I love it. And of course, if any of our listeners are interested in checking out any of our HPS Buffalo's upcoming performances, we'll have them all linked for you in our show notes. Jamie, thanks again for joining us. It's so awesome to get to talk to members of the community. We'll talk to you all Thursday. If you want to hear more from Jamie and us, be sure to tune into this week's episode of Rocky Talkie, where you'll hear all of the latest news and updates from the Rocky Horror community. Bye. 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 Bye.